And we're back. Yes, we're back with another weekly episode of the Rocker Dog Podcast. The short and sweet show that talks to musicians about their canine companions and the value these creatures bring to our lives. I'm your host, Tim Dill, along with Charlie, the creature who brings value to my life. And today on the show, we welcome former co-founder of the band, The Mowgli's, singer-songwriter Colin Dyden, who since 2019 now performs under the nickname Little Hurt and has enjoyed a string of indie rock hits like Alaska and I Can Do Better Than You. We caught up with Colin in his car on the way to an appointment, and this is his sweater-loving rocker dog. We're talking to Sweetie. Okay, and what kind of dog is Sweetie? That's hard to tell. She's like a terrier, chihuahua kind of mix. Um, Okay. Yeah. And do you know, I know she's a rescue. Do you have any idea of age? Uh, She's going to be four in September. She's three now. Okay. And judging by what I've read just on your social media, you said she was rescued from a horrible boarding situation. Do you do you have any details of that? I mean, what's kind of the background of, of, of that story? Yeah. Um, so I went to a dog shelter, um, a rescue in the valley in L.A., and I walked in and there was, you know, like a bunch of dogs just everywhere. And then I saw her. She's like she's tiny. I mean, she's I don't know. She must have been seven pounds then or something. Um, and she was just in this big room, concrete room. And she was in the back corner, like balled up like a cinnamon roll or something and i i was like that's her and then i um asked them and she was i guess there was like she came from a situation where the woman had like i don't know 20 dogs or something and she was all ratty and matted you know and um right and so we got her out of that situation that's crazy now what was the context of getting her when you did at that time and correct me if i'm wrong does this go back to about um early summer of 2022 yeah that sounds about about right i yeah, I think that's right. My concept of time is insanely distorted. Um, <laughs> well, again, I'm, uh, I'm going off social media, so I go I go to the earliest picture where you say, you know, hey, this is my new dog, and I okay. Oh I yeah, guess. yeah. Well, if, that, if that's how you did it, then yes, then yes. Yep. But what was going on in your life at that point where you're like, I'm going to seek out a dog? Yeah, I had been going through a lot of life changes. You know, um, was going through what was for me a pretty uh it was a pretty awful breakup and uh it was you know hard to get through alone and i find that i don't typically weigh heavily heavily on let my problems weigh heavily on those around me i try, or actually i'm trying to learn to do as little of that as possible so i just was like i want a little puppy to hang out with and we just she's like my, the most important aspect of my life now that's great that's great and what do you have a history with dogs like did you know i can bring this dog in my life and kind of rely on her to be you know my confidant yeah um i had a dog years and years and years ago who unfortunately died in a horrible car situation that i don't even want to talk about because no one wants to hear about that and then i had two other dogs that unfortunately went with um with my ex and so you know, and that was pain. That was painful. So I um, decided it was time with my new life, you know, to have my own dog. And that's sort of where I landed. And given that you're a musician, you know, you really depend on getting out there and playing live and touring and crossing the country. Was there any, were you reticent, you know, to take on this responsibility? 
No, because I always knew that I'd figure it out. You know, she's like, I don't know how normal people are with their dogs, but I'm not like that. Like, she's like, goes everywhere with me, you know? And if, and if she can't, like, absolutely can't go somewhere, like, you know, I have a few, like two people that I trust 100% with her. Only two in the whole world. There's like 8 billion people. So she was always going to be priority number one, even above a show. I mean, right. for real. Uh, I would turn down a show in the event that it, there was no reality where I could, you know. So she's priority number one. And so I just never really thought about that. Yeah. And who are these two people that are so trustworthy that you can, you know, rely on them? Yeah, just my mom and my girlfriend. Okay, perfect. And just going a little bit back to history of dogs, I'm trying to put faces to names. And again, going through social media, I, I saw you walking a dog at one point in a picture. It looked like a midsize, not quite a golden retriever. And then there's another uh -huh. post similarly in the, these are both in 2020 where you've got a matching track suit with a small dog. So are these the two dogs that unfortunately went, you know, with the other half of a relationship? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we can leave it at that. We, we can't, we, you know, we don't need to get into that drama. And I've, I've touched upon that before on the show where and it, it's something when I started the show, I never really thought I would be getting into, but there's been numerous incidents where people either split custody or, you know, one or the other, you know, took it, you know, took the dog, took possession of the dog. So. Um, yeah, unfortunately, um, now, yeah, you know, you know, we, it just didn't work out in the way where she was, you know, going to split custody with the dog. So I just, um, I let it be at peace and I had to do what I had to do. And, um, now I have a beautiful dog who I love with all my heart. Yeah. I, I can tell by uh, your posts. It's very, uh, very endearing. Yep. Thank you. So. You know, having a podcast called Rocker Dog and talking to musicians about dog, you know, lately I've been like, okay, let's let's pull out the Rocker Dog credentials. So uh -huh. does does Sweetie, does she go to gigs? Has she been to gigs? Has she gone on tour with you? No, she hasn't. Um, I've never quite figured out what I would do with her at a show. I, uh, I guess it's probably ear, earmuffs for dogs, but I haven't explored that. I just... You know, and also, to be honest, I haven't been playing a ton of shows. I'm just now starting to kind of pick up my touring schedule again because it was COVID and it was, you know, a few like and I was figuring out I, I've been working a lot on other artists records. I mean, mm -hmm. tons. Ton, I'm writing songs for so many people. And so for a second there and, and I had some stuff with my label um, that changed. You know, we've had various and then new opportunities and just things are constantly evolving and you know the live aspect sort of took a backseat and it's just kind of now getting back uh or starting to pick back up um for me which you know i'm balancing with you know my, my life looks different than it did when i was you know even four years ago and five years ago and um so i'm creating a touring versus home balance which that that works for me because i you know my my writing is so lucrative for me at, you know yeah. tv film um other artists that's really become a huge part of my business yeah i mean that sounds nice especially the way you put it that there's a balance you know i i would be willing to bet that you know back in the the mowgli days you guys were you know constantly on the move yeah we were like on tour for like all of our or for me personally like all of like my developmental years i was just like a different person i was always moving and there was no stability and coming from a life or with my parents and so in a lot of ways it's 
always been instability for me in terms of knowing where I fit into fan like my families and then being on the road for so long. Um, they had us on the road for like I don't know, like ten years. I felt like I mean I don't know if it's a true figure, yeah. but it's not far off. <laughs> Yeah, and, I feel like uh, I read an article where you might have mentioned that, that it was a good 10 years of pushing the rock uphill. Yeah, you know, and we did a lot of incredible things. And, you know, I still have times where I wish we could, I could, you know, we could do it again. But I am just trying to figure out my life and the the touring versus home balance right now seems to, to uh, slant a little bit more towards me being at home. And I like the quiet. <laughs> I didn't yeah. used to like the quiet. The quiet used to drive me nuts, but now I've learned to, uh, I learned to love it. Interesting to hear. Um, also, you know, back to these, these quote unquote credentials, has she been in the studio with you? I'm assuming yes. Oh Maybe yeah. Home studios or professional studios. Oh yeah. She's been in tons of studios. I just had her in, uh, Courtney Ballard. Um, I like bringing her over to his studio. Um, he something like five seconds of summer and all time low and a bunch of other bands um is an incredible producer i bring her to his studio a lot he loves her and he's nice up there i brought her to i bring her to studios all the time she just she's so chill she just sits there kind of like balled up in the couch i bring her a little blanket to sit on so she knows like where her spot is you know nice and uh where i put that blanket anywhere she has this little pink baby blanket that i bought her from nordstrom the day that we that i took her home and um i could place that thing anywhere at. she's like this is my bet this is my this is my zone so that's awesome. It um, makes it pretty easy to bring her to the studio. Do you find her presence makes others happy? You know, does she have a calming presence or do, is a dog always a welcome sight? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't trust people that don't have, you know, that their feelings aren't toward, like that towards dogs. Like, I, I can't trust someone who isn't interested in, in dogs or doesn't like just kind of ignores them or something like yeah. I, that's just so different and that, everyone's different, you know, it's fine. Maybe some people have bad experiences with dogs and, or maybe some people just don't care, but I'm just oh, the way that I am is like, I just know I'm not going to have much in common with that person. <laughs> yeah. Um, Has that ever manifested itself in a decision that you made? Like I've heard that, I heard that recently that someone says, I don't, you know, if you don't like dogs, we probably won't get along. But I'm just curious, in your world, has there ever been an interaction where you've kind of, I wouldn't say written somebody off, but just like either moved on or decided to work with someone else? Yeah, I think that there's been times where I was like, someone reacted coldly towards my dog or something. And I was like, well, this guy's kind of a dick. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to yeah. pursue, I'm not going to pursue like a, like a serious friendship with someone who's able to be that cold about something so sweet. Yeah. Now I know it's only been a little over a year that you've had Sweetie. Has she has she been on record or video? I feel like she's in the video for Alaska, but that. Oh no 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 no! That was one of my. That was old probably dogs. predates oh. her. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Man, now that you say that, I feel like I got to work her into something. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I do have her on anything official, but uh, how about this? Because of this conversation, next video I shoot, next official video, I'll. Uh, talk to the director and we'll get her in there that sounds good i'll, I'll hold you to it and i'll uh i'll promote it we once i lot, see it that we, we did this of, yeah we got a lot of videos coming up so uh a lot of stuff to shoot so she has plenty of opportunities to be a star great great to hear now that brings me to a, a number of times i'll ask if a dog is on brand 
And oftentimes I bring this question most up when I have like, you know, for instance, uh, Jay Weinberg, he's now the ex drummer of Slipknot, but I had him on, I had the drummer for Hatebreed, Matt Byrne on. So there's this juxtaposition of this hard, aggressive music with these, and they each had like these small dogs, much like yours under 10 pound dogs. So I'm usually asking a dog on brand, but in, in researching you and listening to your music and reading the articles, you know, you've kind of been described as depression pop, you know, happy, upbeat music <laughs> coupled with, you know, more profound lyrics. So would you say a sweetie on brand with kind of what you do in your style of music is sweetie, like on the outside, a very happy go lucky, fluffy dog and a little deeper on the inside. Um, you know, I don't think that she is deep on the inside. I think that she, I mean, I don't know, maybe like her, her past haunts her from that concrete floor I found her on, but I don't know. I don't think she remembers anything past like 12 minutes ago. You know, she just, right. <laughs> she, uh, she's the happiest little girl. I've never seen anything so happy. You know, she's just like teeming and bubbling with like joy all the time. And that's like, like coming, I mean, anyone who has a dog knows what it feels like coming home to your dog and how it's like the most incredible like warm feeling inviting feeling so no i don't think that sweetie's anything like my music and i like the depression pop thing people keep people call me that online i've never called myself that but i don't really call myself anything but that's funny because i do that depression pop thing keeps popping up and i mean i guess it's a good way to describe it i don't know what (laughs) i do for a living people can say whatever they want about me it's fine (laughs) hey as long as they're talking I'm not super concerned. Good, good. Um, do you have any go-to stories for Sweetie? Has she been? Has there been any drama? Has there been any vet visits? Has there been any, you know, destruction of anything of value? Let me think. I I can't remember a time where she did anything that pissed me off. She's she's not one of those like I'm gonna eat your shoes dogs. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, she's ruined a lot of rugs. We can't. I can't quite get her. You know, she pisses inside sometimes. I was say potty training. <laughs> Yeah, potty training for her, she uh, doesn't, she doesn't excel. She wouldn't get a PhD from anywhere for potty training. Um, but it's great because she's got other things like sleeping and kissing. Yeah, yeah. Um, another post I saw very recently was uh, it looked like you were, I think you're over at a friend's house who has a boxer, a boxer a oh, dog. That's my, that's my, it's my girlfriend's boxer. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, they live together. Okay. And uh, you're watching the Chiefs. I know you're a Midwest kid, so um, I wanted to ask, what sweetie make of the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing? Is it going to be a positive for the Chiefs at the end of the day, or is it going to just lead to their collapse? Well, it's weird because Travis Kelsey was playing really well before Taylor is even part of this conversation, but it seems that he plays better when she's there. I'm not sure what that is. I mean, I think that everyone wants to make their people proud. And I remember being a kid playing ice hockey or football, whatever, growing up. And, like, you know, if my dad was there or something, you always want to play better and play harder and impress, you know, yeah. what, what I can do or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm glad the NFL stopped. I think they said, like, we got to stop having Taylor a game or, or she can't, we can't <laughs> play her music or something because the whole conversation, the whole game, these announcers are talking about putting in these the Taylor Swift references and they're talking about a lot of the world cares about Taylor Swift, but there's some people that really are just trying to watch a football game and aren't really like, you know, I feel like um, people that don't fanaticize about things, you know, that right. just can like things 
without it turning over to the, being like the fanatical aspect, which is fine. But like, you can't expect everyone to be like that. That's really weird to think that everyone's going to act the way that you're acting about anything. That's a cr- across the board blanket statement. So I think that people should just let let it be. And uh, but I also don't really have a have a like a dog in this fight. You know what I mean? Like there you go, rocker dog. I don't have a dog. <laughs> I I, uh, I don't really care. I just it was just kind of like cringy, you know, hearing of these guys like try to like these like fifty three year old guys trying to like put inject Taylor Swift lyrics into a Right. Um, I think about a, a touchback or something you know it's like shut up man yeah yeah i think uh saturday night live had a good time with that oh i didn't see that but i will watch it <laughs> so what would you say the biggest indulgent you've bestowed on sweetie is do you do you go out of your way to to, to spend and get her the the finest all-natural food or yeah she has a multitude of uh fairly expensive sweaters um <laughs> and uh it's funny actually i was such a psycho my old, one of my old dogs i bought her a hundred dollar denim jacket from a from a dog store in beverly hills and i was like i didn't even think twice i was like obviously um gotta got have it yeah yeah sweetie has everything she walks in the mornings when she's cold cause she's so little she gets cold you know on walks and even inside my house sometimes but she has like this furry sweater with like you know angel wings on the back flop when she walks and she has nice. like a like a turtleneck sweater she wears and she has uh yeah she eats relatively i guess relatively expensive food i'm not sure um but what are the other people she doesn't eat kibble i used to i've actually made her food before with like um man i'm i'm, I'm kind of a psycho um you're, you're no different has, from a lot of people i'll give you that I, I mean, she had. She could ask me for anything. She, I mean, if she needed like a like a like a small like smart car or something, I'd probably buy it for her. <laughs> there's nothing. I'm not. I'm not saying no to this dog about anything. I think there's your video treatment. Her driving around in a little smart car. Oh, uh, it's not the worst idea. <laughs> well, uh, I wrap up every show with what I call the zoomies, and that's just five quick questions. The first one is: Do you kiss, sweetie, on the mouth? Yep. I think I saw video evidence of that or uh, uh, picture evidence of that. Okay. Uh, Question two, if if Sweetie had a theme song, what would it be? You know, if she had walk up music to the to home plate or red carpet music, does she have a a song that would come to mind? Uh, I think it would be Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates. Oh, great. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Uh, question three, I know we've kind of touched upon this, uh, but if she does go on tour with you, what would she insist be on the tour rider? Oh, um, she would have to have those no hide bones that she chews on mm-hmm. and cheese. So she gets a che- like, I'm not, do you know, the cheese tax, are you, do you ever pay the, che- the cheese tax? No. What's that? Okay, so the cheese tax is if I go, it's it's so weird. It's not just any food. It's cheese, like in specific. But she, if I go to like my, my fridge and open, like you know, cheese often comes on like pat, like little plastic, you know, string cheese or whatever. Like mm-hmm. she, she can hear cheese from like three rooms away, <laughs> from like the guest room, or like my studio, way down the hall. She'll hear me in the kitchen opening like cheese, and she'll run. And no matter if I have a piece of cheese, she has to have a little piece. I'm like, I have to pay the cheese tax or else she'll literally shut down and just stare at me. Like, <laughs> um, so cheese, like little cubes of cheese would be on her rider for sure. 
Okay, that's I love that story. Great story. Question four is, do you have a dog voice? Do you speak to her in a dog voice or do you give her a dog voice? Yes and yes and no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> okay. I've tried to pressure people before. You're a performer. You need to perform, but I understand I wouldn't do it myself. And, <laughs> and then last but not least, is there a dog organization or a service that you'd like to give a shout out to? Yeah, Wagmore um, here in L.A. is great. Toby's Small Dog Rescue. Mm-hmm. One of those is the one I think that I adopted Sweetie through. I, I think I Wagmore you remember. mentioned. I have Wagmore written down, and I think that's yeah. what you mentioned on your post from the hoarding situation. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Wagmore, and they um they are awesome, and I mean they are saving dogs, and um so I like them a lot, and I would like to uh, tell them thank you. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, they're all they're all doing uh, a tough job. I know all the shelters across the country are. Uh, their backs against the wall. So yeah, any, any love we can get them uh, is appreciated. I'm sure. Any way I could help them, you know, I'm, I'm here to help ah, good so to shed know. some light, shed some light on their cause. Excellent. Well, what do you have in store for 2024? Anything you can divulge? Um, a record. We're making a record. Um, All right. Full blown, man. We are starting the process. We've started the process and, uh, we're going to make the best record I've ever made my entire life. And awesome. that is a personal challenge that I will achieve. Well, uh, best of luck. And we look forward to hearing it. Do you have a, are you aiming towards a certain date, you know, allow for a summer tour or anything, you know, specific like that? No idea. We, um, we have a lot of irons in the fire right now and uh, some very exciting uh, new opportunities. So I'm, nothing I can talk about, but uh, okay. We are definitely developing a plan for the year that will work for everyone. Well, we look forward to it. Well, Colin, our work is done here. Thank you so much for giving me your time. And uh, I loved hearing about Sweetie. And, uh, you know, I appreciate your enthusiasm to, towards your dog. It's, uh, it's good to hear. And uh, I'm at this podcast to, just to try to spread the good word of, you know, the value these dogs bring to our everyday lives. So uh, thanks for sharing. All right. Well, thank you so much for, um, for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure, Colin. Talk soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.